Welcome to episode 48. I am your host, Gail M. Davis, and this is Design Perspective. Welcome to the Design Perspectives podcast, and I am your host, Gail M. Davis. Being an interior designer is more than creating beautiful spaces. It's about articulating a vision and more importantly, being a valuable resource to clients. Join me as I gather insights from fellow architects, people of the trade, interior designers, and most importantly, the clients who value us. Hello and welcome. So this is going to be the last podcast of the year. And then we start anew in 2021. And so instead of putting on one of my guests that I have already spoken with and interviewed um, and just had great conversation with, I figured I'd close out 2020 myself and just share my thoughts on this year. Um, Let me say that 2020 has been a masterclass in race relations and where people of color could tell you about their day and what they have experienced throughout their day, you got to see it firsthand. And you got to see that people are seriously fed up with the way that we live. Let me start off by saying what you see with people that hate, they cannot hate that way, hate you per se, you, us, me, without truly hating themselves. So when people misbehave and attack, while I want to say you can't take it personally, Please understand that they see something in you that triggers them of the lack in their lives or the perceived lack in their lives. Now, let me just go back for a second. We started off 2020 thinking, oh, it's going to be a great year. It's going to be amazing. And then the coronavirus happened. And it was interesting to see how it seeped into everyone's lives and how it affected people across the board. So if you are well off or you can work from home without a problem, you were able to do it. You were still able to work from home, make your money, um, pay your bills, um, pay your mortgage, your rent, whatever it was. But then you got to see how disproportionately it affected people who did not have means and people who do not have the luxury that a lot of us have. You know, it was interesting for me to see people that I know that I have worked with in the past be inconvenienced 
one story, one person, one story in particular, I won't say person, um, who older white woman was super upset because she couldn't do Halloween like they normally do. And she was just so incensed and she, you know, was texting me and, you know, how it's not fair. So I had to remind her that if that is her only inconvenience, she has, she's living well. I said, you have to think about the people who have lost loved ones to COVID, who have lost income and are living on unemployment or barely living on unemployment, who the stimulus check of $600 that you can't even get from the government would help a little, but really has done nothing. It was interesting to watch people, privileged people, white people say, well, they should have saved up their money. It's not our fault. And it showed the lack of empathy in this country to those that must and have to work for a living. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of us. I'm one of the people I must work. Otherwise, I won't eat. But I was not affected as people, as others who had to go to work, who have to go out and not be able to shelter in place because they have to make money to put food on the table, to pay their bills, to make sure their families are intact. I am super blessed that I have what I have and was able to still move about without it really affecting me. I've learned a lot about people this year and I've had to stop some friendships because of who they supported, the, the, the current occupant in the White House and just staunch supporters of hate. I've had to have conversations with people to explain why Black lives mattered as opposed to all lives matter. I've had to explain to folks that this is not an equal playing field and then break it down and have to explain why not just black America, but other individuals, other Americans were incensed at the senseless killings of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Tamir Rice, George Floyd.
what people don't realize that in this country, the killing of George Floyd on national television is no different than early life in America of the lynchings that would go on and, you know, how they were an event to go to. And you can see pictures of white people going to these lynchings. And before they would lynch these individuals, they would pay for as a souvenir, a body part and take pictures and send postcards back to family of, we went to a lynching today and be excited about it. For those that did not or, or did not feel the magnitude of a black man's life being snuffed out and then to come behind and say that it was because he was on drugs or they weren't on his neck or, you know, he was already whatever bullshit they were spewing. It showed me and made me realize the bullshit that my parents, my grandparents, and my great-grandparents and there on had to endure for me to live the way that I do today. This year, 2020, was a masterclass, not just in race relations. It was a masterclass in Black culture. It was a masterclass in trigger words. It was a masterclass in the Karens and, you know, the Kens of America. It was a masterclass in raising Black children in America. I remember having a conversation with a white friend saying, you have to teach your children, teach your, your kids this. And she said to me, well, I can't because they're too young. I can't, I can't expose them to that yet. And then I sent her a video of a black man sitting down with his daughter who was all of maybe six years old. And I was like, I'm glad you have that luxury because that's something we don't have. This was a year of white people finally seeing how people of color are truly treated and it not being a lie, but it validated our conversations. I had a conversation with someone who I used to really be cool with and have conversations with. And what was said shook me so much. It just made me see that person for who they really are. And it showed me that as long as it did not affect them, their household and the dollar that they, the coins that they make, that I 
was of, I was not worth fighting for. I was not worth saving that people, that brown people that looked like me was not worth anything to them. And you see it time and time again when people live in their privilege. And as long as it does not affect their white bubble, their white homes, their white business, they will not fight for us to sit at the table. They will not fight for us to be in the room. They will not fight for us to get book deals or to be in their books. We will always be an afterthought. We will always be, oh yeah, let me do this so I don't upset them. Instead of leading with, hey, you know what? I'm writing a book and I want you to be a part of it. You have something to contribute as opposed to being an afterthought. I want to also say that 2020 has really busted wide open racism. So now that when I or any person of color shows up in the space, the shared space that we will all be in at some point in our careers, in our lives, you will see authentically me. You will get all of me, of who I am, my voice, my vision, my body, who I embody, what I embody. You will get all of me and you. I will no longer water down who I am for your comfort. I will no longer shrink who I am or hold my tongue and allow you to be at peace and feel at ease. I too must feel at ease in that space. I will no longer leave a space and be like, I should have said this or, oh my God, I didn't want to hold my tongue, but I did. I will now respond and I will call you out. But please understand too that I will no longer ask to sit at your table that I will no longer ask permission, but I will create my own table and I will give myself permission and create what is for me. If you feel that the book deal I'm shopping to you isn't of what you want it to be because you feel like the black designers that I want to present aren't strong enough, but then I can look at a book and see there's 50 designers in this one book, all white, whose design where I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm not asking you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to, wherever I show up, I am going to be 100% me. And I'm saying this to let you know that you are being put on notice. I'm also putting you on notice to let you know that from now on, whatever person of color you meet, they will all be authentically who they are and not one will back down. It is time 
for us to treat each other, regardless of color, with respect. And that when a person of color shows up in this space, don't treat them like some token. Treat them with respect, honor who they are, and work with them. This is how we will move forward. Hate cannot drive out hate. Love can drive out hate. And please understand that I also realize that when supremacy is white supremacy is really holding on to the bitter end and it's it's in you know feminism it's in you know patriarchy it's in education it's everywhere it's it's in the fibers of this country because this is how the country was built please understand that it can no longer be and that the voices are only going to get louder and stronger. And white people who live in fear of losing the supremacy, losing your privilege, it is because you think people of color will do to you what you did to us. And I'm here to tell you, that's not who we are as a people. We will move on and keep it moving just like we've had to do all these years. I hope you have learned in 2020 because I am ready for 2021. 2021 is going to be lit. It's going to be amazing. And I can't wait to see where people of color take themselves. And one more thing about these politicians. Yes, we voted and we got in the Biden-Harris ticket, but don't be fooled for one second that we think it's like it's, we've got it made in the shade from here. Like we can go coasting. Please understand that you have to hold these people accountable. They must be culpable for their actions and their behavior. They must be held culpable for their promises. And let me just say, you need to start voting on the local level. You cannot wait until it gets to the head and then we are fighting for our dear lives because we have a hateful individual in office that doesn't care about anybody but themselves. Please pay attention, vote on the local level and vote for people that want to serve, not people that are just looking for opportunity. There's a big difference. When you have the heart of a servant and to serve, it is very different than someone who is trying to be in it with, you know, what's in it for me. That is all for now. I wish you all an amazing new year. I wish you all health, prosperity, peace, love, joy, happiness. God bless.
and enjoy your new year. Be safe, good people. Hey there, I need your help. If you love the show, please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes if you are an Android or Windows user. Your feedback helps me to create shows that will provide lots of value. And in the meantime, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Gail Davis Design. Thanks so much, beautiful people.